Hey, hey, I'm Jaleesa, self-proclaimed foodie, CrossFit junkie, and let's be real, I'm totally distrusting of government. But in case you can't relate to any of that, I'm also a stay-at-home mom that has burned myself out more times than I can count. If I had to describe my old way of being, it was busy, overwhelmed, and exhausted. After becoming a mom, it was hard to focus on anything other than keeping my daughter alive. It felt like there was no time to take care of me. Heck, it was hard enough trying to take care of myself before becoming a mom. But the hard truth is that I needed to make the time. It just felt a whole heck of a lot easier to stay stuck in denial. The never-ending burnout cycle, though, taught me that self-nourishment isn't a luxury. It's a necessity. And it begins with spiritual wellness. Honing into my spiritual well-being allowed me to thrive in all the other areas, mental, emotional, and physical. And in the process, I learned that my all-or-nothing mindset was holding me back, and routines and schedules weren't actually there to keep me trapped like I always swore they were. The fact of the matter is that I just needed to make a different choice. The choice to stop making excuses and to take responsibility for my own well-being. Because if I didn't, I'd continue living from an empty cup. That's why I'm here today, to share with you my own experiences, including the struggles, and show you how to expand your focus as a mom instead of shifting it so that you can be empowered in your daily experiences and positively impact the next generation. This is the Holy Nourished Mama podcast. Let's grow together. Hey, hey, how's it going? I am so stoked to be here with you today, and I am just so excited for this relaunch. This is the first episode after the rebranding, and I am just beyond excited to be here with you to talk about all things holistic nourishment. And we're not just talking about the basics. We're not talking just nutrition. We're not talking just exercise, right? We're talking about how to wholly nourish yourself as a woman, as a mother specifically, because that is a main role. When you're a mom, you you do all the things, you wear all the hats, right? So we really want to hone into how to nourish ourselves in all the areas, spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, because there are so many ways to do that. And there are so many areas to touch on. So it's really about creating this lifestyle for yourself that allows you to integrate all this nourishment in all these areas. And it really happens over time, step by step, little by little, right? Because we know when we try to take on too much all at once, it becomes overwhelming and exhausting and we end up just giving up. And that's not what we want here, right? We want this to be something that you can continuously work towards because you're never really there. It's a constant journey of just really nourishing yourself each and every day, day in and day out. It's a learning experience. There will be days that feel rougher than others. That's just how it is, right? So I'm just just so grateful to be able to be here and share my experiences with you so that you can thrive in all these areas as a woman, as a mom, and really just show up and be present in every moment through intentional living. So as we get into today's episode, which is actually kicking off um, 
a series. So we're starting with a series, all right? And uh, we're going to be talking all about structure, living a structured life. Now, this does not mean a rigid life, all right? We're going to get into that because I used to be under that belief that structured meant rigid and meant unenjoyable. That's not it at all. A structured life truly ends up being a nourished life when done right. And honestly, I kind of thought about titling this routines and schedules won't ruin your life unless you let them. (laughs) But I didn't. But it's also true. Like the energy we put into something is the energy we get out of it. Right? So for some people, schedules are the best thing ever. And for others, (laughs) myself, schedules are the enemy. I detested the thought of starting new routines or following a schedule of any sort because I felt like having a schedule or routines meant rigid living and confinement. Basically, it was a jail sentence to me. Like, for real. I refused to live by a schedule as a stay-at-home mom for the longest time. Way too long. Because I felt like it would steal any spontaneity that I might have left. And now I can't imagine life without structure. It's so funny to think about. It's a complete game changer. Having routines and schedules allows me to be more productive, not just busy, because there's a big difference. I found myself very busy for a very long time without any productivity to show for it. And it ensures I have quality time with my daughter and my husband and that my priorities stay my priorities. It also increases my confidence and allows me more mental clarity and space. So I thought how perfect it would be to do this series on structured living as a stay-at-home mom, beginning with morning routines. And don't worry, the morning routine I'll be sharing is actually doable. So stick with me here, all right? And you don't have to worry about getting up any earlier than you already do. Because I'm not that person who's going to tell you to wake up at 5 a.m. All right? But before we kick off this structure series, let's talk about the current motherhood paradigm in our culture. Because it has everything to do with the way we often live when we're living on autopilot. And autopilot's just living out of habit, right? Uh, Living without really thinking about it, just doing the things to get through your day, checking off a list. You know what you're doing next, it's just in your subconscious. So a paradigm is simply a typical example or pattern of something according to the Oxford Dictionary. The current motherhood paradigm is that life is hectic, overwhelming, and crazy. That's just considered the norm, right? Think about it. Skipping meals and rest or basically anything that's considered caring for yourself is considered normal because the life of a mom is nonstop. We wear all the hats like I mentioned and do all the things. And when you're a stay-at-home mom, the burdens feel even heavier. It feels like life just happens and time just gets away. Been there, done that. Bet you have too. (laughs) You're always leaving in a rush, reacting instead of responding, and burning the bridges at both ends. It's basically constant burnout. And if we don't change that paradigm, our children will likely repeat it. You have the opportunity to create a new norm through intentional living. You have the ability to change your and your children's daily experiences and overall lifestyle. This is why routines and schedules are so important. They create a structure that allows for less stress and more clarity and confidence. When you know what's next, you don't let time slip away. When you plan ahead, it saves you energy. 
but I also know it feels overwhelming to attempt to live a more structured lifestyle when you currently have no routines or schedule. So where do you start? How do you start? It feels like another thing to add to the never-ending to-do list. And with the instant gratification world that we live in, we want things to change instantly. We want things to feel natural immediately, and we want to be comfortable all the time. But we can't be comfortable all the time if things are going to change. And just like any new habit, it will take time, energy, and effort, and that discomfort to create a new lifestyle. I know that doesn't sound very encouraging, but it's the reality. And the reality is that if you want something to change, you have to change. The question is, are you willing to do what it takes to create an intentional lifestyle that allows you to show up fully, energized and equipped mentally and physically so that you aren't just surviving day to day, but instead living a fulfilled life of purpose, nourished from the inside out? If not, then the rest of this episode probably isn't for you. I'll just be honest. But if so, I'm here to help. So listen in. Living a nourished life begins with the choices you make each morning. But I denied that for way too long. I used the excuse that I was a spontaneous person who didn't like rigid living. I swore I wouldn't be that mom who lived by the clock. It just sounded and felt stressful to create a new routine for myself. But what I learned after avoiding creating a routine for so long was that the energy I gave it is the energy I experienced from it. I realized my choice to detest even the thought of a structured lifestyle is what was holding me back and keeping me stuck, barely surviving. Reality was that even though I said I preferred spontaneity, my days were unproductive and my health, especially my mental health, was dwindling. Yet, I kept making excuses as to why I didn't have time to take care of myself. I allowed life to just happen instead of choosing to live intentionally because I didn't want to put in the work and the intentionality it required. I honestly don't remember my exact turning point, but what I do remember finally is getting to that point that I just knew something had to change. I'm pretty sure it was one of my many, many burnouts but I just knew something had to change. So I pursued a morning routine, but at the time I made it a have to instead of a get to thing. So it was, I have to pray so that I can start my day right and spend time with God. I have to practice gratitude so that I feel more optimistic going into my day. I have to stretch my body and get moving. And it all has to be before my daughter wakes up so that I can have that time alone or else it doesn't really count as nourishing self-care time. It was like pulling teeth, and I usually felt more frustrated and guilty than anything. It wasn't working, like at all. What I learned through that was that it had to start with a mental shift before I could make the physical changes necessary to set the tone for each day. I had to change my perspective for it to be beneficial for me. And when I changed my thought process to, I get to do this, I get to spend time with God, filled with gratitude for this life and everything he's provided, and my body is able to move freely, I felt relief and things started to slowly change day after day. I found myself responding more instead of reacting. I had more patience and I became more disciplined. Keyword there, disciplined. I did not always feel motivated. Motivation is so temporary and fleeting. It will not keep you going long term. Please believe me on that. 
Motivation is great at times, but you have to learn to push through and keep going even when you don't feel like it because you won't always feel like it. Trust me, especially at the beginning, you won't. And this is where intentionality comes in. You have to have that intention behind what you're doing to keep pushing you forward when you don't feel like it. I also learned that a morning routine is not a one-size-fits-all approach like is so often preached. I can almost guarantee you've heard the one-size-fits-all approach to that. It has to be unique to you and it has to start with your spiritual well-being or else it's pretty much pointless. Your spiritual health is your foundation for everything else. It took a long time for me to really find the perfect morning routine because I tried fitting everyone else's mold for so long. But when I finally found a good rhythm, I began to look forward to it. And I even included my daughter because I learned that even with distractions, some is better than none. And it allowed me to set an example for her of caring for my body in every aspect, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. So instead of scrolling social media, checking my texts, or taking calls first thing in the morning like I used to do, or diving into daily tasks right away, I spend my time immediately after getting out of bed in the morning, nourishing myself and preparing my mind for the day. That way circumstances won't determine my attitude. I have a designated area, which is my office, so that it helps to keep the routine steady, but some days I do change it up and use the living room, so... It really depends on what you prefer, but I do highly suggest that at least right away when you're beginning to implement a new morning routine, to have one designated area that you know will be your spot to nourish yourself. My current morning routine, which I've followed for at least a couple years now, ensures I hone into each area of wellness in a short amount of time that typically takes around 15 to 20 minutes, give or take, depending on what I'm studying. But when I first started, it was only five to 10 minutes. Yes. Really, only five to 10 minutes. I just ended up finding a love for it and I chose to expand on it over time. So don't feel like you have to spend the same amount of time I do. Remember, it's about making it unique to you and it can be done in a very short amount of time. So don't be fooled by thinking you need to have a half hour or more for a morning routine. You don't. My routine always begins with gratitude and prayer. So I kind of combine a gratitude practice with prayer. When I begin praying, I start my prayer with all my gratitudes for a roof over my head, for God's beautiful creation, for my health, for the time I get to spend each morning with him, with God, for his guidance, basically anything that comes to mind, big or small. And this has really helped because I used to struggle with gratitude, especially when it came to the small things. So When you can finally practice this gratitude, this free-flowing gratitude of even including these things that seem mundane or small or minute or that you experience daily, it really grows your gratitude experience. And so it helps to create a more joyful and optimistic state of being really with this gratitude and just a more joyful connection with God. And after that, I go into a few Uh, minutes of light stretching to get my blood flowing and just get my body moving gently. Again, I just don't want to throw myself into immediate intensity or overdrive because I'm very much a person who loves intensity. And so when I do that, I get my body moving gently. It helps me just have a flow for the day. Then I get into the word of God, whether that's directly in the Bible or a guided devotion or study of some sort, which 
By the way, I love, 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 and this obviously, well, I shouldn't say obviously, but this is not a paid advertisement at all. Um, I love what the Daily Grace uh, Co. has to offer. So if you've never heard of them, never checked them out, check them out. I have so many studies from them and it is they really help me to dive deep into scripture and just have a better understanding. But we're told to set on our minds on things above or basically, you know, on heavenly things. So beginning the day with biblical truths and promises gives me something to carry throughout my day and gets my heart and mind in the right place. This is a huge proponent in responding versus reacting. And then once I've done those three things, so once I've prayed and did my gratitude practice and stretched and gotten the word of God, I uh, focus on both my daughters and my gut and brain health. Um, so I don't necessarily do this in my office, my designated area. This is when we leave whatever spot I'm in and we go do this together. So it's something that, again, my daughter gets to witness as an example that I'm setting for her and I get to help her create a healthy lifestyle. Um, and the reason that I focus on the gut right away in the morning is because our gut is considered our second brain. I won't get into all the science of that, okay? I do want to encourage you to do so and look into that. Um, but the gut brain axis is basically what connects the gut and the brain. All right. And this is what, you know, um, creates or impacts, I should say, our energy focus, digestion, um, our immunity, immune function, I should say, mental clarity, our memory, so much. All right. So basically, when Salem and I do this, this is our morning juice time. Um, she looks forward to her morning juice. And so we have like a probiotic pre, it's a pro pre and phytobiotic powder that we use that we call our morning juice. And in mine, I actually mix in an adaptogenic blend that really helps to ease stress and increase my energy and mental focus for the day and basically just be able to take on the day more easily because I'm able to adapt a little better to what, like what happens Henceforth, why they're called adaptogens. <laughs> uh, but that's really how I focus on my gut brain health and how I incorporate it for my daughter as well and just really help to set that foundation. So now that we've talked of all things morning routine, I've gotten to share my story and experiences with you, I want to encourage you to create your own morning routine. Take a few minutes, even just right after this episode, to examine how you spend a typical morning and see where you can, can exchange just five to 10 minutes. Whether that's pressing your, when you press your snooze button in the morning, maybe that's because you sleep an extra five to 10 minutes, or um, maybe that's scrolling social media, or maybe you check your texts or take calls right away in the morning. Exchange that for nourishing time. So see where you can exchange five to 10 minutes, simply a few minutes, for nourishing time. Decide what you'll fill that time with instead, and then set a specific time frame, not necessarily a specific time. Notice that um, because that can become a little stressful when you have a specific time and if you don't meet it, then you feel like you failed. Um, so like I mentioned, I do it once I'm up and out of bed. So I don't say at 7 a.m. I'm doing my morning routine. I just, once I'm awake and out of bed, I begin my morning routine. I don't have that specific time that I make myself do it by. 
So feel free to follow the structure I shared with you that I do and tweak it to fit your needs. Uh, creating a morning routine will really help you gently transition into a daily structure that will expand over time as you keep listening in specifically to this series that we're doing and you'll learn how to make minor shifts throughout your day to slowly create a lifestyle that allows you to just flow and grow in confidence. All right. So remember, God gave us the power of choice and you have the power to change your motherhood paradigm. How will you choose to live today? Have an amazing day and a fabulous rest of your week. We'll see you soon. If you enjoyed this episode or know someone who it could bless, please share it. We need more moms supporting moms. And if you want more content like this, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Holy Nourished Mama. That's Holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y, Nourished, N-O-U-R-I-S-H-E-D, Mama, M-O-M-M-A. I'll see you soon.